right, folks, it's time for the Nerdy Point of View podcast, where we explore the nerdier side of life via random topics that we come up with and discuss for your entertainment. I am one of your hosts, the literal worst, Brian Penaloza. With me today is the pun master herself, Carrie Lyons. Hello, everybody in the live sort of world out there. <laughs> and of course, the villain of the show, Martin Franklin. Hello. Good day. I was going to ch- I very nearly attempted like an evil maniacal laugh there, realized that I need a bit more practice before I break it out, but we'll get there. So disappointed that you didn't even get a shot. It was like, it was just there as well. And I was like, no, 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 the stage fright. Miss- <laughs> missed opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't forget, we are also sponsored by DiceBard. Go to DiceBard.com and check out their outstanding selection of dice. They've got glow-in-the-dark dice, my favorite set of dice, the rainbow dice, which I actually am going to buy soon because I've been too fucking cheap. Uh, if you like them, and they're not even a good price. They're 20 bucks. Like, I can afford them. I just haven't for whatever reason. And if you like metal dice, they've got you covered there as well, plus many more styles and colors. DiceBard has everything you need to play Dungeons & Dragons if all you need is dice. And of course, don't forget to use the discount code NERDY. That's N-E-R-D-Y for free expedited shipping on your order. And with that, we're going to jump into topics. And the first topic is actually my topic. And it's something I've been thinking on a lot lately uh, with Fallout 76 going to uh, more of like an MMO direction and kind of how uh, Elder Scrolls had done this as well where they went to, you know, the, the MMO version, and we're still waiting on the next Elder Scrolls game, which please come out soon. Um, kind of curious how you guys are feeling about games going so deep into, like, an online world, and, you know, how we're kind of losing out a little bit on these single-player experiences that we've always cherished and loved. Um, so I want to kind of get your guys' opinion on this. Uh, Carrie, I know you're a huge Fallout fan, so why don't you kind of kick us off on this? Okay, so I'm not a fan of Fallout 76. Like I'm I appreciate that there are, you know, multiplayer online games out there and whatnot. My fear, as a bug flies into my face, um, <laughs> is that this is going to take away from the base games. You know, like we've been waiting and really hoping for a new Fallout coming out here soon, so my fear is that Fallout 76 takes off, you know, and it gets big. You know, are they going to start focusing their funds and their attention on their multiplayer games and maybe still release, you know, base games as well, but they're not going to be as good because they're kind of splitting up their teams. Like, it's just one thing. Like, I love the Fallout games. I really do. And I'd like to see those keep advancing. And I just don't want their focus to be split on the multiplayer aspect because, I mean, there's a lot of games already out there that has that, that yeah. you know that they can kind of utilize on but just please please follow just stay, stay with your single player games you know maybe yeah. no don't even add like a second player aspect to it just stick stay with what you were doing i love it don't change <laughs> i know they say change is good but not for you you're not allowed <laughs> it is it is a weird thing isn't it it's one it's one of those few situations where i think that like Make another studio, create another team, continue making your single-player games. If you want to use the IP, sure, but don't make an all-or-nothing kind of thing. Cause exactly. I'll be honest, what are the chances that the new Elder Scrolls, when and if that comes out, eventually ends up being the same as a result? You know, like, it's mm-hmm. it is difficult. Like, I've not played a full single-player game in a while now. Um 
But it's nice to know they exist. Like, if I wanted to shut off for a while and not worry about other people, and, like, I, I, would, I would go to one of these, like you say, like, they are kind of some of the best things out there for single-player experience, so... Oh, exactly. Now, it would kind of suck to lose that. Now, mm-hmm. I will say, full disclosure, and to be fair, when they did Elder Scrolls Online, they did use a developer called Zenimax to make the game. Yes. And I would assume that, that this Fallout 76 is probably made in a like-minded vein. However... My kind of whole deal with it is personally for me, like I have limited time to do things right. And a lot of what I do is social. You know, when I go to work, it's social. Um, When I am doing shows, it's social. You know, I'm on Twitter. I'm social. There are so few opportunities for me to not have to be social. And sometimes I just want to play a fucking game and not have to talk to anybody. I know it's a crazy concept and it's, it goes against what a lot of people really want in games right now. But, like, I, I just played through Spider-Man. And it was a single-player adventure, uh, you know. And I was having so much fun not having to fucking talk to anybody. And just getting <laughs> to enjoy a rich story and cool characters in bitchin' suits. Um, and I I know we're still getting these experiences. But I feel like these experiences are, are getting less and less. Because developers are seeing how successful games like Overwatch are and Fortnite and they're like, we need to make these time suck games where you never really can get to the end and you just keep grinding and grinding and grinding, doing the same fucking thing over and over again, which is great. You know, it's it's a lot of fun and there's definitely a place for these games. Uh, I just I kind of miss games like Uncharted, you know, which they just, you know, they did Uncharted for a couple of years ago and they say we're never going to get another one. I'm not sure I believe that, but um these kind of games are becoming more and more of a gamble for developers, so they're not going to make them nearly as much because they know that if they can get their hooks in you and if you keep playing, then they can sell you DLC, which is a lot cheaper to make than a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank God we have Last of Us 2 coming out, and that is that is so good. But like even Red Dead 2, like they're really pushing the online angle on that game. Oh, have a posse, go around and wrangle horses with your fellow buckaroos. Or whatever. I don't know. I haven't actually seen the trailer. But yes. I no, I think I heard that in the trailer actually. I'm yeah. pretty sure I heard that. that yeah. <laughs> Those exact words. Um, but I think the thing with that is like so Rockstar are Rockstar in my opinion are the one of the few companies that seems to just get away with being money grubbing bastards. Like <laughs> you know, like EA deservedly gets a lot of bad rep, but Rockstar and what they've done with what GTA five was meant to be is like blows my mind that like people don't talk shit about it more. Like and then, yeah, like they, what they're going to do as well with that is they're going to say there's no PC version for Red Dead 2 and everyone will buy it on their consoles. Then they'll re-release it on the new consoles that come out and then they'll release it on PC anyway. So you end up buying three versions of the same game. And um, th- I think the only other way of looking at this, though, is that these IPs will evolve and we'll probably end up getting other fresher, newer single player IPs come out because like the reason why the Witcher three went on to be as successful as it was, I think was because there weren't as many other options because other companies have moved away from it. Um, which meant CD project red could come out with this game and everyone's like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And I think we'll see smaller companies, smaller teams, maybe making these games under different names so sure it's not that we're playing fallout anymore and maybe that's a sad thing but we'll always have that option because a significant portion of people want to play single player games i mean i played wow for like freaking 12 years and i pretty much never spoke to another person when i played it so um <laughs> like we find a way 
<laughs> but life finds a way. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. It does. Antisocial yeah. people find a way. Well, that's that's the thing too, right? You, I mean, there are people who don't feel comfortable talking to other people or interacting with other people. Maybe they've been bullied their whole lives and we all know that online gaming can be a very toxic community. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you want to hear racial homophobic slurs all day long, like jump into a fucking overwatch for a while and you're, you'll be set for, you know, a month's worth in one night. Uh, you know, so a lot of that times these games are only good when you already have friends to play with and you want to play with them. So what do you right. what about the person that doesn't have friends? I mean, I spent a good chunk of my life with literally zero friends. And thank God this was at a time where there were a lot of good JRPGs coming out <laughs> where I could just sink my life into those for, you know, hundreds of hours at a time. But like today, I, I'd look at what the fuck am I going to play? You know, really? There's a couple, you know, I yeah. guess I could. I'm looking at my games library. Um, there, there's a cool South Park game, I guess. That's fun. <laughs> Um, just gotta wait for the remakes of all the old games. What, like they'll just keep remaking those, so we can just keep playing them again and again. You know, <laughs> like, a special yeah. shout out to Doom because that was a <laughs> yes. fucking remake. Mm. They did that one right. I this mean, is the not thing. only that, though, like not having friends, but when you look at my old situation, like I had really shitty internet. Mm. So you know, if you don't have a great internet speed, online gaming it, it's pointless. You're just gonna get constantly booted like every thirty seconds in the game, and then. What's the point? No, I mean, that's yeah. super fair. I mean, there's a lot of and I can only speak to America because I know America better than I know Canada <laughs> or the UK. But there's a lot of rural areas that don't have great Internet. And the tech companies are so focused on, let's face it, the coastal elite, the places that have all the money and they, they have the bitch and Internet speeds and Internet connections and all these other people who really do enjoy playing games get kind of left in the dust and that was the whole thing when consoles were going to go this console generation was supposed to be especially xbox was pushing it no discs online only you can download all your games and for someone like me who has great internet that's a fucking fantastic deal but for someone in buttfuck alabama they're not going to play any games anymore they yeah yeah, shout out to buttfuck (laughs) um but they what are they going to play now i mean i guess yeah. D will see a major resurgence there so that's cool i'm do you know what genuinely <laughs> i think this is why tabletop has had the resurgence it's had because it's guaranteed like you know what you're getting with it you know like you're playing that game with the people and you're not having to worry about connections i mean unless you play online but um you make it you're not gonna get screwed over by a developer somewhere that someone decides oh our multiplayer is the thing so let's throw all our money at that and abandon this story you know your dm is never going to start charging you for like you know like to fucking okay you finished this portion of the story so for five dollars <laughs> each now you get to progress like it's not going to happen right like Hang on, I gotta suddenly write someone yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you realize yeah. you just gave somebody that idea now this is you, i mean like pay to win characters you want their magical swords five of my way you know and you you'll find the magical sword um, oh god you know it's bad because i would do that i would actually pay for that <laughs> <laughs> right you want that shiny armor like we'll do it um cosmetics only though because you don't want to ruin the balance of the game obviously but it, it it's difficult i i think like you, there's obviously guaranteed reasons why and like or not guaranteed sorry um visible reasons why the online stuff does work because it's much more accessible but it's just single player you know what you're gonna get you know like and if 
if something gets updated, you know that someone else isn't going to have an unfair advantage because of it. You know, you you might lose a bit of progress or whatever because of a save might go like that's the most you're ever going to experience like your mistakes are your own and you can own that and you're the protagonist of your own story like it's weird playing an mmo where you're the chosen one where everyone's the chosen one yeah yeah exactly it's like okay thanks i guess they're like thank you for saving us and there's like a li- like a whole queue of people behind you <laughs> you're like I mean, I can see them. I know I'm not the only one. Stop talking to me like that. Um, 76 has appeal for me if I could have a group of people. I'm not going to lie. Like, that is appealing. Um, but, yeah. I don't, there's other I games know. that have it. I'd play Rust or I'd play um, The Forest or something. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd find another game that already had it, I think. It's probably my opinion on it. Can I just say real quick that I love the idea of an MMO where you're just garbage you're just a trash person and you're going on this quest and they're like well you're probably not going to make it because you're not special at fucking all and then you go and do the thing they're like wow you survived that's cool well i guess i have this other thing if you you can handle it (laughs) yes wasn't it skyrim that i could be mistaken but uh based on your stats that you gave your character at the beginning of the game people would or what's that fallout i think that might be fallout I think it was followed, actually, yeah, because if you had, like, low intelligence, people would actually comment on that yeah, differently yeah. than if you had, yeah, and I love that aspect of it, because it just made it a bit more catered to your character, rather than these generalizations. <laughs> yeah, just, like, generic greeting, and then yeah. just, like, you know, generic exposition, Traveler, like, it's, no, come on, like, I've got, like, br- luminescent pink hair, like, all my armor is a different shade, like, and you're not commenting on that? Come yeah, on. Yeah, come like, on. I mean, I think I've kind of. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was say I think I've kind of gotten over like the power fantasy thing, like you know, in these kind of games. Like, I just want to be a trash nobody. Like, yeah. I just want to be a fucking shithead and go around is, and just do the best I can. And that's this all. This is why can I want to play me. Tad Nobody, my D and D character. <laughs> like, my, <laughs> oh, sorry, Tad Strange, Tad Nobody. I mean, maybe a better name. Um, <laughs> just like you die so quick, but if you didn't, oh, it would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I'd like to run and hide. I think one of the things too about multiplayer games, from my experience, anyways, like especially if you join any kind of guild or club or you know whatever they want to call them in game, the pressure to be there constantly just gets to be too much for me. Mm-hmm. Like right. you miss a meeting or you miss a gaming session or whatever the case may be, and like people are coming down hard on you, like you just missed their fucking funeral or something. It's like, okay, like. I get you want to have fun as a group, but as soon as you start putting that pressure on people to that have to be there, I mean, I, now this is a job that I'm not even getting paid to do. Like, I played, yeah, I think it was called Wartoon, and it was a kind of silly uh, browser-based game that was kind of very World of Warcraft-esque, and, but it was kind of free-to-play, but the more you put money in the stronger your character was so it was very imbalanced in that sense Mm -hmm. but like i loved the game for the first little bit because it was really fun we were getting our guild really up there and then people really started to bitch people out if you weren't there like uh once a day you went to this fountain and the more members you had there the more xp you got by the minute so if you missed out like even if you had like an appointment or a job or whatever the case may be like they would bitch you out and like 
threaten to kick you out and start talking shit behind your back. And like, it just really ruined multiplayer games for me during that time. There, like, are, uh, there are people that view that kind of thing. I, I, I think it's, it is that whole thing of different fun. Like, I mean, I've left D groups before because of different fun. Um, and it's like, sure, if you want to do that, go for it. But yeah, you have to be able to say, okay, this isn't for me. And the pressure of other people sometimes can make a game a bit too much. Like the the other thing with MMOs when you do a dungeon and you want to see the cutscenes and you want to read the text, but everyone else skips it and runs ahead. And mm -hmm. so by the time you're out, they've done half the dungeon. You're like, oh, screw me for wanting to appreciate the content, right? Like, um, <laughs> not ruthless efficiency 24-7. Um, yeah, definitely get what you mean with that. Yeah. Uh, I like just a solo game because there's just no pressure. It's like, do I want to mm -hmm. feel? Do I feel like playing? Yes, I do. Just sit down and play. When you're done, you can just get up and leave without somebody pretty much bitching you out for it. So, I mean, that's usually not till the next morning, and you hear the birds kind of chirping. And you're like, oh shit, I didn't sleep. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that's uh, yeah, that's a big yeah. mood. <laughs> you know, like, for me, I I flat out like the reason why my my PS4 always shows me offline is because. Like you were kind of saying, Martin, like when you're playing with people and they want to just get through the cutscenes and just get to the <laughs> next chunk of game or whatever. So, like, I'll get a game like Far Cry 5, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll have people be like, oh, I'd really love to play co-op with you. And I'm like, no, that's a thing that's not going to fucking happen because <laughs> I want to appreciate the story on my own speed. I don't want to, like, be rushed or hurried. I want to enjoy what's been laid out at my own pace and I want to watch the fucking cutscenes. I want to see that yes. shit. Like, the story's there for a fucking reason. Like I want the context for what I'm doing. And so I, it got to the point where like, I realized if I'm playing with friends, they are always going to want to cut, you know, get out away from the cutscenes and shit. And then I feel like a fucking dickhead because I want to actually <laughs> watch this shit. And they're just like sitting there and waiting and like moaning and groaning like, Oh, can you hurry it up? Uh, can you go fuck yourself? I'm trying to enjoy this cutscene. <laughs> Thank you. This is um this is the thing though where I think uh, an interesting concept in like psychology and stuff. I've been reading on this a lot recently um, about social contracts. I think it applies with friendship groups. Like when you're playing video games, to be like, okay, have we all done this before? Like before you hit skip, just simply say, have we all seen this? Is it okay to skip? And it resolves so many things because you'd be like, actually, I haven't done this. Do you mind if I check this out? And they'd be like, yeah, cool. Because what people can check their phones if they don't want. You know, it's like. Yeah, really. 30 seconds they might have to wait. Um, I played Final Fantasy 14, and you can do so much of that game on your own, but you have to at one point. You're forced into dungeons. And that's one where everyone can keep individually watching the cutscenes, which I think more games should do. Like, if you're playing a game, I think other, someone else skipping it shouldn't kick you out. Like, if they want to skip it and just run around jumping on fences or whatever, like, fine. <laughs> but you should still be able to keep watching it, not skip it as someone else's i don't know but 14 was like the one where i was like okay i have to play this with other people i'm gonna watch this didn't realize and then i come out and i'm standing there and i'd missed where to go because all these people knew how to progress and what to do but i was like i don't know how i get to them now <laughs> i've like missed the opportunity because i was watching this beautifully like crafted like cutscene, um and part of that was on me because when i joined i didn't say first time through you know, I'm going to be watching stuff. And luckily there were nice people in there that guided me forward. So it's kind of like, okay, like, but people do it without thinking, you know, it's like, they're trying to get that bit of gear. They're not trying to 
experience the the story you know so um, maybe that's why you should be able to pick when you join a server you should be like are you a skipper or not a skipper like signs you i don't know um yeah it's it's hard to tell friends though isn't it to be like i mean i like you and all but i don't want to play games with you because you're gonna skip everything and (laughs) see that's that's why i just stay invisible (laughs) yeah yeah appear offline (laughs) beautiful like that's why that option is there in fact it wasn't there for the longest time they and they added it and i was like oh thank god because like you know you could turn off notifications and stuff but people are still trying to get get at you and be like hey come play this game hey do this hey do that hey fuck off i'm trying to play whatever game i'm trying to play that doesn't involve you for a reason i would have called you oh it's almost like story and games are a guilty pleasure which reminds me martin you have a topic for us. Oh, that was that was smooth. I like that. <laughs> um, well done. Okay. Yeah. So um, mine is a little bit off of that, but it it might be able to link into it to to a degree. Um, I was actually sat in uh, to explain this more. It's best if I give you mine. Basically, I've had this a lot, and I've tweeted about this several times. People have seen this. Um, I will often be dressed in my nice like. Uh, jumper with a shirt in there and i'm wearing my black jeans i you know i look i look fairly smart like i don't dress particularly um out there or anything my hair's a little bit red or whatever and i've been a nice calm coffee shop nice and peaceful people talking and stuff and just like slipknot just like blasting into my ears like maximum volume um and someone comes and you take it off and you're like yep yeah. oh that's fine thank you and you put it back on and it's back to the slip on the rain <laughs> and it's just like um, I do that with a, a lot of different types of music. I don't think people often think that I associate with the music that I do. Um, and so, yeah, really, it was just, what's that for you? What's that thing that you think other people wouldn't assume you like, but you really do? So I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and out myself in front of God and everyone. I have a very special place in my heart for Atomic Kitten. Oh, my God. I love that. Aww. Yep. No, there's just... <laughs> Something about like Eternal Flame that just does it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful, you know. Like there's just sometimes I'm just in a mood and I just need to hear a little bit of Atomic Kitten to, uh, you know, just kind of ease my soul a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I can guarantee nobody looks at me as like, yeah, that's someone who can appreciate Atomic (laughs) Kitten. Uh, (laughs) No, I think that's right. Like you've got to find your happy place when it comes to music, and like, yeah. I mean, my my musical tastes are just insane. They like you would not imagine the shit you'd find on one of my playlists. You'd be like, "Really? That's mm-hmm. something? Okay." Um, but that that band specifically is just—are they even a band? Like, how does that work? Are they just a singing? Group? Yeah, they're just—they're a girl band, aren't they? A girl group, I, like I guess part of the '90s, like like the Backstreet Boys if they were girls and their songs yeah. were like somehow even more sad. Um, <laughs> But I love them. We touch on that. Like I was actually shocked because I went ahead and watched it without you thinking. Oh no, he's probably not into that. But uh, Pitch Perfect three. Yeah, that's was, another thing. That's nothing. I was just when you told me that you wanted to watch it, I was like, "What? Really? I'll watch it again." Like, <laughs> I mean, the first two were such delightful movies. Like, but there's something they are. about. I'm with you. Yeah, and I really like acapella when it's done well. When yeah. it's done well. And those movies, they're done really, really oh well. Oh my god, yes. Like, I love the remixes that they kind of do where it's like they bleed from like one song to the next and they just match the beat and everything. And 
the things those people can do with their mouths in a totally non-sexual <laughs> way. Just <laughs> okay. Just impress to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, just <laughs> real quick, when you say that, you kind of, like, if you do let your mind drift to the gutter for a second, you're like, you know what? I bet they really could do some amazing <laughs> things with their mouths. I mean, that's true. You get some of those vibrations going through and, you know. <laughs> the way they roll their R's if they want to. Yeah, I suppose. Have some control. Just beatboxing on your junk. <laughs> oh, I mean, if it's a, doing it on a girl, you can just call it still beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> As Martin just sits there cringing, like, why, why am I with this? No, no, people? it's fine. Don't worry. Uh... I've never associated those two things, though. Honest, but... <laughs> but you will now. Yep. I'll never be able to watch those films again. I'll just need a cushion nearby. Or, yeah, I was about to say, you will, but there'll be some tissue near. Yeah. <laughs> some little lotion for the motion. They're very sad films, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some some Lubriderm. Ooh. Gotta treat yourself right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so this is something I didn't know about about you, that that's how you viewed the film Pitch Perfect. Like, I would not have assumed that before now, so um, <laughs> that's good to know. Um. Yeah, Carrie. What about you? <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. I forgot my answer for a second after that. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh. So, I guess most people that are shocked uh, to find out are just my generic, all nerdums that I love doing, like anything from D and D to anime to just everything. Because from what I've been told, first off, I have resting bitch face. For anything enjoyable, they're just like, no, she can't. Uh, but overall, you know, like I have kind of a punky appearance, I guess. So they expect, you know, the music, the concerts, the alcohol and drugs and shit like that. But when I actually like start totally nerding out about anime, like I, that's how I actually met, uh, THS Wessel. Um, it's his Twitter handle. We go to the same hometown and we were working at this factory together. And I don't even know how it started, but one of us made like a random anime joke or comment or reference. And then we literally sat for that probably about eight hours uh, remainder of that shift, just sitting there talking about all the different animes we knew and loved. And if you looked at us, we looked like people from two completely different uh, cliques if say we were in high school. And it just, I've met so many different people from different, again, cliques and whatnot, I guess you could call it, uh, that kind of had these things bring us together. Like there'd be the goth, there'd be the typical uh, nerd uh, jock, you know, like mm -hmm. there's a bunch of us that just kind of came together. And I thought that was really cool that even these little nerdums that used to have such a bad reputation back in the day, you know, have brought all these types of people to interact with each other and talk and actually become friends. It wasn't so separated as it used to be. Yeah. I definitely understand that. That, yeah. that the really cool thing when you look around at your friends and you're like, "How are we all? Yeah. <laughs> How are we all here? Like, because uh, you're, a story yeah, <laughs> yeah." I am um, one of my favorite instances of that kind of similar thing was going to a coffee shop. Um, like it's one that I don't go to super often, but 
um, get on with a lot of people there. But there was one person that we never really kind of like said anything. Like it wasn't that they were grumpy or I was grumpy. You just don't really connect. One day I went in wearing my cap, which is this, um, the cap that um, Dipper Pine wears in Gravity Falls. And this guy recognized it. And then we ended up being able to talk about that. And it's like, again, I would never have assumed that that person liked it. And assumably he thought the same as well. And you just, but it's like, if I hadn't worn that hat, you'd never know. It's like you say, if you hadn't happened to make that comment about anime, then mm-hmm. it would have slipped by, which is kind of kind of scary sometimes to think about, isn't it? You don't say the right thing at the right time. Yeah. You miss out on like a bunch of opportunities because mm. we ended up actually playing D&D together later in life and, nice. you know, doing a bunch of other shit that I probably never would have got to experience if I one of us just had made that random anime comment. Mm-hmm. Was probably Dragon Ball Z. I'm not gonna lie, we talked about that one a lot. <laughs> well, I I've kind of so stumbled into the same thing. Um, I mean, now I literally wear my nerd on my sleeve, but yeah. like there was a while where I just wore like super plain clothes and shit like that. And when I would start talking about whatever new game just came out or something, people would look at me and be like, "Huh? What? Well, I mean, you look relatively normal." <laughs> I'm not sure what the fuck that's supposed to mean, but first of all, how dare you call me normal? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't insult where I come from. Yeah, uh, but actually, that's a good point. Cause like my brother had a preconceived idea of what D and D players looked like, you know, and how they acted and who they were. And mm-hmm. the more when he first found out I was playing, he was kind of just like, "What? Why?" You know, and. But the more I talked about it and he kind of learned about it, he wouldn't exactly sit down and try and do it. But he kind of had more respect towards it. Whereas before, yeah. his immediate response was to make fun of whoever was playing it. So it kind of showed that, like, no, there's not, like, a just a certain type of people that play it. Anyone can enjoy it. And it's not as... I know, I guess from his generation, like, again, people who play D&D had a really bad reputation and we're all picked on and whatnot but Mm -hmm. i think nowadays people are starting to my cat keeps falling out of the window and it's so distracting uh yeah my point is lost there somewhere with my cat falling down (laughs) but yeah it's yeah no i can't even grab back onto my point it's just gone that cat just took it away just snatched it away yeah she's good at that it's interesting how like people outside of a fandom or a hobby can almost act as gatekeepers themselves, like mm-hmm. to something they're not part of, right? Like that's kind of really interesting that they almost perpetuate the myth of what a D and D player, for example, looks like, and so people who aren't that think, well, that might that's not for me then, right? Because I don't fit into that role. Um, until you get a chance to try it, and then. Brian, me and you have probably done a reverse in a way because I used to always wear like band t-shirts and stuff like that. And now I wear plainer stuff. Um, so it's harder for people to gather what I get, except for the fact that again, like, you know, like people think that my dice though, people think they're infinity stones. So that's how I usually get that. Like, oh, dude, you got the infinity stones. I'm like, no, they're polyhedral dice, but like it's similar ballpark. It's like, you know, that they're, I mean, they're at least they? interested in that. So, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, the thing is though, with, infinity stones that's almost out of nerd culture now though right that is just mainstream at this point so um although as a side note you know what i really want to see avengers 4 be now uh just like thanos dming uh oh my god whoever's left and not you know whoever's left (laughs) and Mm. just like that's how they defeat him like that would be 
Oh, they like, yeah. They beat his um, fiendish DM plans. Yeah, he's like, he throws out like 15 Tarasks at them because he's Thanos and he's a fucking fuck. Why not? <laughs> yeah. But they, originally like, there was going to be 22. Or how many did you say there's going to be 30 Tarasks? But he had to obviously get rid of half of them for. <laughs> it's the only 15 terrasks left in the galaxy yeah exactly oh too real uh, I'm gonna miss those that's heroes that's a scary amount of terrasks but it's fine they're all fine for anyone who hasn't seen it everyone is fine at they're, the all fine. Film. Yeah. they're all fine yeah <laughs> but uh, speaking of things we're gonna miss Carrie mm. oh. I'm, on, I'm on Segway fire today it, you really you've been really good at these, definitely. Uh, mine is, uh, this was kind of inspired by something that happened recently, because we went to KFC, and I was super excited to get my favorite item that I always got in Canada, and I come to find out that you guys in the States apparently no longer have twisters at KFC. Griff, I don't know if they have those... Uh, you might okay. need to tell me what one is. Yeah. I don't know if we have okay, that. Okay, so a twister is pretty much their delicious crispy chicken uh, in a wrap with lettuce, tomatoes, cheese. And okay. there's like different ones you can get. I think the generic one is just kind of like this ranchy white sauce, I think. And then they had like a spicy option. And okay. A few, yeah, a few different special ones along the way. But like they're big. Like you can, really? you can't get full off one, but like. They were freaking delicious, and I was so pumped to order one when we got to KFC, and I'm just not seeing it on the menu, and I'm like, you guys not have twisters here? And B's just like, what? what's that? And I'm like, <laughs> no, no, like, come on. And apparently they did have them once upon a time, but I guess after some lawsuit where a girl got mm. uh, uh, poisoning from uncooked chicken... They removed it from the menu because they were like sued a couple million dollars or something. So wouldn't you remove like, all of the chicken? <laughs> right? You're a chicken place. Either close down or keep selling the fucking twister. Give right. me my twister. And I'm sitting there and like, so I'm just still holding on to a hope here. And I asked the lady, I'm like, do you, do you guys have twisters here? And she thought I said, what, biscuits or something? Yeah. Or Yeah. And she's like, yeah, we do. And I'm like, wait, really? And she's like, wait, what did you say? Did you say biscuits? And I'm like, no, Twister. And she's like, oh, yeah, no. And I'm like, Aww. I don't even know what I want anymore. I, like, ask, I spent about two minutes trying to decide what the fuck I was going to get because I just could not believe. You were so shook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after a quick viewing of the website, we do have the Twister over here. Yeah. Yes. So, um, it's just the You state. get excited like you're going to the UK to go eat a Twister <laughs> or something anytime but soon. But if you did, you knew it would be here. At least that was the thing. So Griff, you got to bring one for me. Okay. Well, All right. I'm sure that'll cope. Yeah. <laughs> the bag through. It'll be fine, right? I'll wrap yeah. it in an extra foil. When they ask you if you're bringing any fruits or vegetables over, you'll be like, well, I got a Twister. What the fuck yeah. is that? <laughs> The yeah, they won't know actually, will they? No, you don't have them. So you'll get you'll get that one old customs agent. I remember back in the day, <laughs> back, when, back in nineteen ninety-two. Oh God! Beautiful. Oh God. Okay, that, that yeah. that's a good one. Okay, I can understand that. I had a bit of trouble with this, like thinking of something for this, but now that's given me kind of the the idea of what you're going on. Yeah, it's nothing like it's quite a simple thing. It's not like too out there. You, 
I'm surprised that they don't just do it because it is just chicken in a wrap with like no exactly right like it's not like it's some elaborate contraption. <laughs> so, I mean, it could it's be. just really complicated for them. You know, you got to put the chicken in the wrap and roll it. Then it's you just like fold. <laughs> is Alexa, Alexa guest starring again? She's telling me what chicken is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, Alexa. Thank you. That was super helpful. <laughs> Now shut up. <laughs> Alexa just really likes being part of the show. Stop saying her name. She's just going to keep oh, talking. That's true. But she hasn't. She knows her place now. Mm. <laughs> so far. She just gets really excited about chicken. I think that's, <laughs> the, that's the one. Oh. And so, Brian, what, like, what's, what was yours? Like, what's your, your thing? Mean, I, I've got a couple. Um, <laughs> one thing I miss is that talk about the double XL Chalupa. It was basically just a chalupa with double meat, but it... Can I ask what a chalupa is very quickly? Sorry. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> like... How do you... It's like soft bread, almost, like, with the top, the meat, or like, you know, it's chicken, ground beef, or steak, and uh, cheese, lettuce, uh, tomato, and whatever the chalupa sauce is. They're really good. Um, <laughs> when they sound it yeah i'm sold already but <laughs> that was so fucking sarcastic i don't give a shit <laughs> um yeah I, I mean it's it's good but they put like double meat in it and essentially it it doesn't have enough meat in it as it is like a chalupa as is is fine but you, you just don't feel satisfied eating it you almost feel just dirty and gross but you throw that <laughs> double meat in it and all of a sudden, you're onto something. All of a sudden, it's delightful. Mm. So that's one thing. The other thing is, and I think in a few places you can still find one, but um, the Grand Mac at McDonald's. Oh. I don't that, remember that. That was a fucking stamp. Because the Big Mac is fine if you really like appetizers. You know, <laughs> if, if you're interested in your sandwiches just being really uh, mm. small. It's just a taster, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the Grand Mac was like a real fucking sandwich. So it's a real sandwich that you got to eat. And then you felt pretty full afterwards. And you're like, you know what? Not bad, McDonald's. Not bad at all. <laughs> Granted, it was like extra fucking messy for whatever reason. Probably because of the shredded lettuce, I'm guessing. But mm. man, that is a fucking good sandwich. Um, I think. I mean, special shout out to the McRib. It's a fucking trash sandwich and we all know it. But we all love it anyway because that barbecue sauce is fucking legit. But sure. it will come back. It will Never come back. It always it. does. It always does. <laughs> you say that with dread in your voice. It's like yeah. um it's like what they like the, the freaking sand people from Star Wars. They'll be back and in greater numbers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just always more. Always more. Uh you know what the other thing yeah. that they got rid of recently? Um and they still they still have some versions of it, but Carl's Jr. was doing the the sliders. And you could do a single patty, a double patty, or a triple patty. And you'll notice a theme with me is that I love as much salty meat as I can get in my body. Um, yes. So you can mm. still get a single. You can still get a double. Interesting choice of words. I say it for the fans. That's <laughs> what they expect. <laughs> um, but the triple patty slider, they no longer do. And I was like, well, what the fuck is the point then? I can get a double wow. slider. Not anywhere, but I mean, there are places. But yeah, like, what the fuck? You know, give me all these foods back. Like. Stop bringing delicious, tasty, awesome sandwiches to life and then saying, fuck you, no more. Right? right. 
I mean, I gotta say, I know this doesn't mean anything to you guys, but Tim Hortons keeps pissing me off with that. Like, they got rid of all my favorites. Like, they used to have the blueberry bagel, and I used to get that with strawberry cream cheese. Both of those are gone now. Like, how do you get rid of a blueberry bagel? It's, I mean, like, I'm a little bit angry just hearing about it. <laughs> right? It was a it beautiful thing. Oh, I loved it. And then it's like, first they got rid of my strawberry cream cheese, and I'm like, uh, that sucks, but at least I'll just get normal cream cheese on it. Then all of a sudden, my blueberry bagel's gone. And it's like, okay, well, you got all these fucking shitty-looking bagels with all this goddamn stuff on it. I just want my blueberry bagel, so my poop turns green. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the reason I was expecting. Well, we uh, we went on a journey with that story. Yeah, that was... That's the great thing yeah. about all great stories, though. Like, they you <laughs> until the end, and then it's just that twist, you know? Really, it's just really... Yeah. We're going to call that a great story. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> ending like For that. Us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anything that ends about talking... Or blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. You don't say. Yeah, that was I don't. fascinating. I agree. <laughs> no, anything that ends with poop is a good thing. I mean... I mean, <laughs> well... Can we quote you on that? Can we put that on a t-shirt? Maddie, put that on a t-shirt. Oh, please That's don't. That's just a podcast. Oh, God. Tagline now. <laughs> oh, God. Interesting. I can't see you guys right now. You know what? That is that is the perfect place to end this one. I think. <laughs> We're going to so. end it on poop because it is Why a shit not? show. So oh. thank you so much for hanging out with us today at the Nerdy Point of View podcast. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Captain Sugar Bear. That's at CPT Sugar Bear. You can also find me DMing Taldore on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time um, on Soul Bear RPG, the same channel that we are doing Nerdy Point of View live on every other Sunday, including this particular episode as a test to see how it goes. Um, you can also find me on Lost in Time on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and starting October 15th, uh, the Comedy of Strahd show. With my good friends, Martin and Carrie, who are also going to be on that show. I get to DM two of my greatest friends. So this is going to be <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, all the love. And then uh, this shit show, of course. So with that, Carrie, where are you on the internet and what are you working on? I am I was going to get a poop joke in there, but, you know, we just had enough of that. So you can find me on Twitter at Shrieky, S-H-R-I-E-K-E-E, and Instagram under the name Carelessly, K-E-R-L-E-S-S-L-E-E. And Jesus Christ, we have Threads of Fate on Fridays. We have the Teldori campaign on Wednesdays. As B just mentioned, we have the Comedy of Strahd. And stuff I'm forgetting, I'm sure. But uh, by the way, should we point out that our amazing shirts? Oh, that, we'll, um, we'll, we'll get to that. The people at home listening can't he- see our shirts. so. Well, you know what? Maybe they should start. I mean, <laughs> they could always join us every other Sunday to check out mm. these awesome shirts. At twitch.tv/soulbearrpg. But uh, Martin, where are you on the internet? What are you working on? Um, I am found everywhere that there's an account with the name Grifolian. I feel like actually that's quite a dangerous statement to say. I might not be every Grifolian out there, but I'm definitely on Twitter <laughs> at Grifolian. G L Y double F O L E O N. Also on Instagram, same name. And yeah, come over, say hey. I'm not doing apart from at the moment what will be comedy of strad not anything else i don't believe but um 
just a few weeks time I'll be in America so who knows what other things I'll be appearing on while I'm over there much better time difference when you're on the same <laughs> continent <laughs> no kidding Awesome. Well, don't forget, you can also find the show on Twitter at NerdyPOV and check out all of our new episodes and our legacy episodes at NerdyPointOfView.com. Make sure to also check out our Facebook page and join our growing Facebook community as well. We even have a Discord channel if you're into that sort of thing. Reach out to the podcast on Twitter and we'll make sure you get a link. Of course, if you like what you heard today, it helps us out big time if you could leave us five stars and a review on iTunes. I know it doesn't seem like much, but it is super helpful to us because we want more ears to listen to our bullshit. With that, we, of course, have our community shout-out, and today's community shout-out goes to Welcome Party RPG. Uh, they are doing great D&D fun stuff. Uh, they're good friends with Soul Bear RPG, which is a company that I co-own, and uh, we want to make sure that you check them out. Go say hi. Check them out on Twitch streaming. Uh, they're on Twitter at Welcome Party RPG and at twitch.tv slash Welcome Party RPG. With that, do you guys have anything else before we call it a day? I have no regrets about my blueberry poop. And I have far too many. <laughs> <laughs> well then, I guess with that, we are out. No dues. Really? No, oh my do, God. do, 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 do shit. Do shit.